I am excited and ready for the Mary Griffith Show on Friday, January 5th. We have open phones. We already have somebody who's called in and wants to be on, so we're going to get to them in just a moment. This Mary Griffith Show and every Mary Griffith Show brought to you by Harvest Ridge Coffee from Refreshment Services Pepsi. Oh, we love it here. You can get it pre-ground. You know, they grind it fresh. They put it in a little package for a like an eight-cup serving or whatever. You can get single servings, office-sized servings, whatever you need. You've got Harvest Ridge at your disposal. Let's go right to the phone lines. Hopefully this works. Hopefully Quaid has all the right buttons pushed. And I say good morning. You're on the air on the Mary Griffith Show. What is on your mind? Hello, Mary. I'm one of those people who was calling earlier and didn't pay any attention to what time they were supposed to call. <laughs> well, we can't have open phones during the regular show, but you've got it now, so what's on your mind? All right. Well, the American Legion in Hannibal is having a Queen of Hearts drawing, as we do every Friday night this evening, and um, the jackpot should be over 16000 for the listeners that want to come and participate you can buy your tickets at any time up to 6:45 this evening, and that the uh, they stop selling tickets 6:45, and the drawing will be at seven o'clock. Well, that sounds fantastic. Now, explain how this game works because sixteen thousand dollars got me mighty, mighty excited. But some people well, don't understand how the Queen of Hearts works. We start off with a card that has 52 numbers on it, and you put your name and a number uh, on a ticket. It's put into the hopper and churned up. If your name and number are pulled out, we read your name and whatever number you pick, which they're getting to be very few left, actually. We've been playing the game for several weeks, so um, I'm going to say out of the 52, there's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 numbers left, uh, so your odds are getting a lot better that you're going to get the number if you get your name pulled out. So we started out with 52, and we're down to a handful, uh, so come put your name and number on there. We draw it out, and if we turn it, we cut the number off, Expose what's behind it. You're gonna if your name's drawn, you're gonna win a minimum of fifty dollars. And if behind that number is the Queen of Hearts, then you'll win the jackpot. Oh my gosh, this is exciting! What do you guys use the money for? Ten uh, percent of it goes back to the Legion. Ten percent of it goes to fund the next pot. Ten percent is given to a local charity. Uh, the seventy percent, if you're present, uh, is the winner's money. Wow, fantastic! Okay, once again, the time and the place. Uh, Hannibal American Legion Hall 55 on Highway MM and ticket sales anytime up to 645. Okay. Then so that we can count the money and and prepare for the drawing at seven. Well, we are so thankful that you called. Thank you very much, and uh, we is, hope somebody wins that sixteen thousand dollars tonight. That would be great. Oh, good dope, Mary. This Thank is your buddy Dale, by the way. Oh, hi. Hey, great. Glad you identified <laughs> okay. yourself. I'm very bad with voices, so thank you so very That's much. Right. You call anytime. Uh, okay, great. So we have that happening uh, on the Mary Griffith Show. See how easy it is, folks? All you have to do is call the Mary Griffith Show anything you want to talk about whatsoever. That's how easy it is. Our numbers are 223 1-800-228-WTAD. Are you a fan of the cash cab? I love this. Adam Groh is the new host of Cash Cab Music. How this works is he drives a cab around, I think, New York City. Might be Los Angeles now, but anyway. He drives a cab around. You get in the cab. You don't know it's the cash cab. And when you get in all these whistles and bells, he says, hey, would you like to take a ride in the cash cab? All you have to do is answer music trivia questions. And if you can make it to your destination, not only do you get a free ride in the cab, but you get all the money. So this is cash cab karaoke. I imagine it probably is maybe Los Angeles. 
Passengers must sing the correct answer to double their winnings. Blowing it means they leave with nothing. January 8th, the debut of the new Cash Cab on Axis TV, AXS TV. Mickey Mouse has now become part of the public domain, and uh, Minnie and Tigger are part of the public domain too, but we've got a phone call. I love to get to these phone calls. That's what's most important to me. Good morning. You're on the Mary Griffith Show. Hey, Mary Griffith. This is Brad Funkenbush, principal at Isles Elementary. How are you? Well, I'm fine, Brad. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I am calling in because we have a penny war going on here at school uh, to honor um, a staff member, Mr. Dave Brown, that passed away uh, December 17th. And our students, um, they wanted to organize something to honor him and so and to raise money for his children's education fund. So they have put together a penny war uh, that is going on between now and next Tuesday, January 9th, um, to raise money for his family. So how does this work? We can stop by Isle School and make a donation? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the kids, in the essence of a penny war, uh, pennies are positive and they're a good thing, and so they want, their, they want pennies in their grade level. Um, and then all other coins or dollars count as negative towards their, their grade level total. So they're trying to earn as many pennies as they can because pennies are the good thing. Um, and then they sabotage the other grade levels with the higher coins and dollars. So um, it's a little bit of a friendly competition, but all in good spirit to raise money for uh, Dave Brown's family. Well, you know, I love that. I, I, I hadn't given much thought how this works. If you're just trying to collect pennies, that's not going to be much. But if somebody throws in a quarter or a dollar, then that counts against them. So, okay. So uh, yeah. the, the, in a sense, and all the money raised then goes to that worthy cause that that is fantastic all good at all good at our school today absolutely it's another great day okay thank you very much brad funkenbush the principal at isles elementary school wow i love this when we have these open phones uh this is fantastic folks you can open phone me if you would like we have someone who didn't want to trust at&t to get her call down here so we are joined in studio right now by Lucia Geise. Lucia, I tried to call you this morning. I thought your phone number was in my contacts. I guess it's not. I'll have to get that from you. I said, call Lucia Geise. And my phone said, we have no number for loose guys. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but Lucia Geise from the Geise Jewel Box joins us now. And again, your phone calls are welcome. We're just going to take a little break here and, and talk to Lucia for a while. Lucia Survive the Christmas season. Survive the Christmas season. It was phenomenal. That's great. Phenomenal. I'm so glad to hear that. Lucia has announced that she will be retiring in February, but yes. not before Valentine's Day. Not before Valentine's Day. Because, of Day. course, a jewelry store on Valentine's Day is, that's the business to own, right? Yeah. That is good. Now, the good news for your customers is you are going to retire, and you do have to reduce your inventory. Correct. So at a time around Valentine's Day when maybe it wouldn't be quite as advantageous to put things on sale, because you can always just sell them next year or wait till Christmas or Mother's Day, Lucia can't do that. No. Lucia has to rid the inventory, and so you're going to have spectacular pricing for Valentine's yes. Day. Yes, we are. Okay. We're, everything has got to go. From the jewelry to the furniture, everything. The display case. <laughs> the display cases, uh, the displays, decorations. All what are you going to do with your Christmas cactuses? Well, I'm going to try and take those home. I don't know if They're I have gorgeous. as good a place for them at home as I've got down there at the store. But <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Maybe you can maybe you can make an agreement with the new next tenant. Keep my Christmas <laughs> yeah. cactus. Well, let's talk a little bit about you brought some beautiful jewelry down here and something always catches my eye. And this morning it's it might be a ruby, it might be a garnet, but it's that ring and the way the sunlight is hitting that ring and uh, tell us about that ring in particular, because is that a garnet or a ruby? It is a garnet, and because is garnet is January. January's birthstone. Absolutely. My mother had a beautiful garnet earring, ring, and necklace set that my dad bought for her, I remember. And he was so proud that he bought that for her. Talk a little bit about the garnet. It's not as expensive as a diamond. No, it's not. But that's okay. And it comes in a variety of different colors. It comes in green garnet, which is known as the Savorite. It comes in a kind of a raspberry color, which, um, and then a... um, uh, another color, kind of a brownish, a Mozambique garnet. So a garnet, we think of as red, but it could be a browner color. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And your your Mozambique, which is the browner color over the rotel, are the uh, that awful I just left me. The 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 raspberry color is a little on the browner side. Okay. But again, it's all up to your taste. Exactly. And it doesn't make any difference. The garnet is going to be able to, you're going to be able to wear it with whatever you have on. Right. Because yeah. it's not like you can wear it every day if you want. Correct. I mean, it's red, but it's not like it clashes if you have on even an orange outfit. People right. are not going to say it clashes. So is a garnet more price appropriate for somebody who's a little bit on a budget? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're, it's not a precious, it's a semi-precious, which is not an expensive stone to begin with. Okay. So, so uh, garnet, anything in the garnet, if you've got a birthday or anniversary this month in January, January. you can do that. And then you mm-hmm. have to turn around Valentine's Day and you have to get something else. Now, that little garnet ring, and I won't call it little, but it's very classic what I would call the normal size. And it's and the halo look, the which halo everybody look. is. That's in. Yeah. And then you've got the big daddy. What is that purple thing? Because Kathy Bull wants that. I'm sure that ring right there, that giant. That, that's an amethyst. Amethyst. Which is the birthstone for um, February. But there again, it's not an expensive stone. You know, when you break open a geode rock, the material that you find in the center of it it's in that family okay it's in the same family as the sparkling geodes correct and of course uh, something like that now that's a big it's, statement ring that's a cocktail ring that's minimum not wear that every day you might wear that just out on special occasions correct okay correct. and then you have some beautiful of course valentine's hearts uh tell us a little bit about some of the um for your loved one jewelry but again you know a father could give a little heart to his daughter to his daughter absolutely for valentine's i have a heart or a one with diamonds in it that i'm helping somebody try to sell it so it's a consignment piece and then i have a puffed heart that does it have i think it's got some diamond cutting on it to where it's got a little bit of sparkle with it and there again diamonds Diamonds, you can never go wrong with. <laughs> you can never go wrong with diamonds. I was laughing. I don't know if I took a double dose of my um, uh, medicine the other day to keep me from, you know, bloating up, but my diamond ring just went flying off the other day. Now, today, it's stuck there on my hand where it belongs. So, I don't know. Yesterday, my, my pinky was really skinny, and, you know, I was scared about that because I'm like, oh, we better oh. hang on to that tight, you know, because that usually doesn't happen. 
But, but you know, it's the cold season, too, so that makes a difference. Yeah, I did that when in the kitchen sink and almost went down the drain. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful had to almost <laughs> oh, take goodness. off all the, all the things. No, I okay. had to call the plumber. <laughs> had to call the plumber. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about, obviously, uh, people may want to buy a Valentine's Day gift for another beloved member of their family, even a sister or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you have things that are not quite so romantic, but are beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Whether it's sterling silver, gold, or, you know, even diamonds that are created, we can still do that for you as well. And I think I'm going to do the um, kids event again in February with whatever is in the case is there. You can't be serious. Yes. Lucia, I had so much fun shopping (laughs) that last time. I haven't seen him since Christmas. I went to school on Wednesday, and Catholic school didn't have school on Wednesday. (laughs) I showed up. I'm like, they're like, why are you here? I said, because. And they said, well, we don't have school today. We're all in a teacher's meeting. Do you want to come to the meeting? I said, no. But I had this big hot plate of food that I eat my lunch. I said, can I eat lunch here? Don't make me go out in my car. They let me stay. It was so funny. So, okay, okay. But just to let people know how that works, I took my little protege uh down and uh, he picked out no no input from me he picked out something for his mom for christmas and uh it only cost 25 dollars but the uh tag had a lot more than 25 10 times more expensive so you're going to do that again because it's your last you're going out so it's going to be the last one and it's going to be first come first serve whatever is there is there and there again they will have the opportunity to wrap it and present it to mom and that'll be the week before Valentine's, because Valentine's is on a Wednesday this year, and it's on Ash Wednesday. How bizarre. <laughs> so if you go out to dinner for Valentine's Day, you got to eat fish. But Ash Wednesday, February 14th. So it will go run from the 5th to? The 12th. The something like that. The 5th to the, the five, 5 and 5. Or the 9th. The yeah. The 5th to the 9th. The week ninth. before. Okay. Correct. Correct. What do you suggest for the husband? What is the big Wow. Uh, you know, somebody, you, you love your wife, it's Valentine's Day, you don't want to do the same old, same old. What's the wow factor this year? Whatever it is that you want, I, you know, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, well, there again, diamonds never go out of style. Diamonds, do they hold their value? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, it, it's it's kind of like... The the oil price, gold and oil are our two highest commodities. So when one's up, the other's up. Well, silver is in that rain or is in there as well, and silver has gone up considerably in price too. But it doesn't make any difference what the style is. Well, it does make a difference what the style is, but whatever your budget is and whatever your wife likes or significant other likes and that's important you can get a necklace yes. you can get a ring Correct. a bracelet whatever earrings earrings and, and, and you know the hoop earrings there again you can do like i have here i have added a ball to it and made it look a little bit dressier to go with what i've got on today and it matches the blue and, and that's something that ladies do like to do guys don't necessarily understand that but that's where lucia comes in guysy jewel box gentlemen get in there and let Lucia help you. And if if can, maybe take a picture or surreptitiously bring in something that your wife kind of likes. And then Lucia can say, well, now I kind of understand her taste and style. Right. And Whether it's white gold, yellow gold. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Guys sometimes know. it does make a difference because some won't wear yellow and some won't wear white. 
Yeah, guys, guys never get it. Guys, never. That's okay, though, guys. We know you don't get it. Lucia Geisy is there. Geisy Jewel Box, give us your location, your hours, your phone number, everything we need to know about you. Location is 924 Main Street. Phone number is area code 217-228-4000, and we are there Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. I'm not there right now. Well, no, I will be in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Guys, you jewel box. Thank you very much, Lucia. Thank and you. She's having a going out of business sale, so folks, grab on tight. Because yes, it, and, and, and it's not going to be restocking inventory. So no, I'm yeah. not. So yeah. what's there what's is there, is there. there. And yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Thank Lucia. Nine thirty nine. We'll head up to the Ursa Farmers Cooperative. See what's happening up there. Thank you very much, Lisa. We appreciate that. 32 degrees at 942. Back to open phones. We've had some great callers. And we know people want to talk about things. Basically, those are free advertisements for two charities there. So 1-800-228-WTAD or 223-9300. I cannot believe there's nothing in the tri-states going on that you don't want to talk about i mean this is your chance and one of the things that we want to say about wtad radio and i'm very proud to work here um this is a place that's a public forum this public forum is open to you as long as you use it it's just like any other business in town you know we won't have open phones if you don't want to use open phones if that if you're saying that you don't want them then i will abide by that i try to have a few open phones on a regular basis just so that people can have a chance to say you know i've been wondering about this or i have a question about this or i wonder how that happens and you can call 223-9300 right now or 1-800-228-9823 right now and ask a question or talk about anything you absolutely would like to talk about. There's nothing off the topic. Just don't use foul language. Earliest version of Mickey Mouse has become public domain. Minnie and Tigger are also public domain. As of January 1st, that means that you can use Mickey and Minnie and Tigger and all those kind of things without paying a copyright fee. And, of course, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh and all that is very wholesome and friendly and everything and of course people are turning them into horror movies so what else is new shall we say we've got a caller and i'm so glad good morning you're on the mary griffith show live what's on your mind well apparently yes yes there you go sweetie tell me what's on your mind i just like to know what kind of vendors are going to be at the winter farmers market i'm just curious i may go but i just kind of like to know kind of what are they going to have well, they're going to, yeah, they're going to have 15 different vendors, and uh, uh, the guy that sells the meat, I think his name is Paul Smith, I think he's going to be there, the egg lady's going to be there, there'll be baked goods there, basically, um, there may be even some farmers that have greenhouse vegetables to sell, but they have going to have 15 vendors this Saturday, so lots of things are going on, I don't have a specific list, and I'm sorry about that, but I think the people that you find... At the uh, Washington Park Farmers Market, will probably be there. Let's see if we can go back to the phone lines. Good morning. You're on the air. 
Good morning. Um, I've heard you reference a lot the the Sixth Street Promenade, and and I like going down there. I mean, we're we're supporters of Quincy Brewing Company, and we I bought my wife gift cards for the Silhouette Shop, and I I like that area, and I like that they're developing it. But for those of us that aren't you know seasoned veterans of of the area, I know the J.C. Penney used to be down there. I've heard people talk about that. But what exactly are they planning for this promenade? Are they going to put blocks on the street? I know they said there's going to be through traffic that's allowed, but I know they've had other special events down there where they do block the streets off. Are they planning some sort of major construction project, or is it just going to be, is it going to look like it's always going to look like, and they're just going to refer to it as the promenade going forward? Okay, great question. I'm going to try to answer that question for you. Um, I'll just go ahead, and you can listen off air if you want. Um, I'm just going to, the promenade will be open to traffic. So they're not going to block the street. They're not going to make it a pedestrian mall. They are going to keep it open. However, they are reconfiguring the sidewalk and streetscape so that there's uh, the sidewalk is not quite as high off of the streetscape. So they're going to have parking. They're not going to eliminate the parking, but they're going to try to make the sidewalks more usable um, by, um, well, it's hard to explain architecturally, but no, it's going to, there will be some construction. There'll be lighting, uh, the alleyway between the main center, the former JCPenney building location, the main center and the silhouette shop that will all be lit. Uh, so that area will encourage people to walk through that area. The promenade is to encourage people to come park anywhere in the district downtown and then just walk along the shops and browse on Main Street, on Hampshire, on Vermont, you know, on 6th Street, on 5th Street, on 4th Street, wherever you want to. They're trying to make the 6th Street Promenade the focal point because that seems to be where most of the people that are landlords and and owners there and business owners there want to do something to improve that area. There will be mild construction. I don't think it's going to be very... um, obtrusive or really disruptive but no they are going to keep the street open there will be a way to go now that doesn't mean they will never block the street off if you're going to have a street fair or a party of course they will continue to block the street off so for for pedestrian safety so when they have big events down there and they're going to draw several hundred maybe a thousand people for safety factors etc they will block off the street but they're just trying to name it the promenade to give it kind of a a cachet, something new. Let's go down to the promenade. Now, does that mean you're not going to be on Hampshire Street? Does it mean you're not going to be on Main? Of course. Um, hopefully, you'll turn the corner. It's a whole downtown district revitalization program, and Sixth Street um, landowners have taken kind of the bull by the horns and say, we want to start with us. And as you know, um, there's a lot of new businesses down there and uh, more opening every single day. So the district is getting infilled very much. The number of empty buildings downtown is becoming smaller, and that's exactly what we want to see. So hopefully everyone will think of the district as a destination when they want to come and do their shopping, when they want to come out in the evening and be entertained or have a bite to eat. So this is, you know, the trouble is when you try to do anything, (laughs) first of all, you're going to have, 90% 90% of the people are going to buy right in. Those landlords, those business owners, they're going to say we're all in. You're always going to have the recalcitrant 10% who just won't do anything. And we see that at certain places in the district. We see uh, terribly 
upkept storefronts. We see just junk in the window. You know, I wish there was a way that we could snap our fingers and make that go away. We can't. That is free enterprise, free ownership. That's the way that's going to be. So, but the promenade is hopefully going to improve the experience of shopping downtown. And I hope that answered your question. Okay, we've got another caller who wants to get in. So let's go right live to the phones. Good morning. You're on the air. Uh, just going to turn the radio down. Hold yeah, on. Please do. Okay. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm curious to know when the, the name Promenade was coined and 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 uh, uh, when that started. Well, you know, I don't really know the answer to that. The word promenade means just walkway. I mean, it's it's not a made-up word. It's a word. It means walkway. So I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, yeah. promenade. To promenade means to walk or stroll. So uh, many towns have promenades. Uh, okay. You know, so this is just a way to make, to just use that word as a identifying place in Quincy. So this is the 6th Street Promenade. So well, you it's look, good uh, 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 way to promote your area, that's for sure. Uh, another question, uh, when, do you, when do you think uh, they'll have the lights down so that they'll open uh, the, the park again to uh, traffic? Oh, I don't know. That park stays close to traffic a lot in the winter. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know the answer to that. I'd have to check with the park district. Um, they won't be letting people in there until that until the Avenue of Lights is completely cleaned up and gone yeah. for security reasons. But, yeah. um, I mean. Do you know, you know where those lights are stored? Well, unfortunately, criminals knew where they were stored, and they stole them all Ooh. this year. So. Ooh. <laughs> well, maybe you so, don't want to so I'm definitely that. not going to tell you where the lights are stored because that was one of the big problems with the Avenue of Lights this year. They had to go out and buy a whole bunch of new displays because criminals broke in and stole everything. And and again, every time you try to have something nice, there's always some jerk that you know yeah. wants to, as I always say, poop on your pop tart. So, but uh, <laughs> but uh, hopefully hopefully they'll keep having it year after year and uh, and. Uh, and you know, but yeah, they they take it takes a long time to get that taken down properly and stored appropriately. So, yeah, that that's a that's a big effort. I don't know when that'll open, but I think there's a park board meeting maybe next Wednesday night. So I'll try to remember to ask that question. But thank you well, for calling. Will you, will you be there? I don't know. Sometimes oh. I go, sometimes I don't. You know, it's I like see. I got to get up early in the morning, so I really should go to the park board meeting. But sometimes, about quarter to six. I say, would I do I want to go to the park board meeting or do I want to get in my pajamas? And most yeah. of the time I go to the park board meeting. So we'll see are, what happens. Are you aware that off the main route there in the Upper Mormon Park, there's an archery range? No, I was not aware of that. Uh, I was out there driving the other day and, and took the side road, went back up. Uh, you used to you go up to that 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 swimming pool that that way, but then there was another there was a branch that goes off to the to the left, and there's a a nice archery range with some huge targets, and there's a sign there that says by permit only, and so you would have to go. Uh, so I saw a park ranger after that, and uh, they they were telling me that. Uh, um, 
that you go to the park board office and get the get the permit and display it when you're shooting so that if the ranger drives by he knows that you have 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 acquired the permit so i've I've never done that, but I think that i'm going I'm going to and uh I don't know whether it's a charge for that permit or they just want to know who's there or it, like if it's a monthly fee or buy a yearly pass or maybe you have to get a pass every time you go out there. But anyway, uh, you uh, you probably don't know anything about that. No, I don't, but you've educated me, and it just goes to show there's lots of things available in our Quincy Parks. When you're shooting bows and arrows, you have to be very careful. You have to make sure there aren't other people wandering around in that area, and it's close, somewhat close to a residential area, not that close. But, yeah, so I'm sure they have some restrictions on when you can do it. They want to know you're up there, but that sounds fantastic. I don't know why they don't advertise it more. I'll ask them when I go to the park board. Now, I have to go to the park board. You forced me out of my pajamas <laughs> to the park board. Okay, all okay. right, well, I... <laughs> I should probably go down to the park board office myself and, and, and find out myself, but I just thought there might be something that I could find out on the radio today. Well, I tell you what, you can call the park board or maybe somebody will call and let us know. Maybe Rome Frerichs is listening. If he is, he can give us a <laughs> okay. call. Thank right. you so well, much. It is nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. Our number again is 223-9300, 1-800-228-WTAD. Boy, this is great. We've got people calling right and left. Good morning. You're on the Mary Griffith Show. Good morning, Mary. Um, this may, this is a little different from some of the subjects you've been talking about today, but I, as, as I watch TV or listen or watch a movie and I'm interested in this story, oftentimes, is it just my imagination or do other people notice this? That that the music in the background is quite loud. Yes. Or so loud that I don't always get the dialogue. And I think, wow, those actors have, you know, learned those lines, and I get sometimes half of it. And, I mean, it's a... Am I not, I mean, I'm no. not losing my hearing. I just had my hearing test. Well, I don't know. It's you. No, you're not losing your hearing. But as you get older, it gets a little bit more difficult. You may not have a noticeable hearing dysfunction. But the answer to your question is yes. It's way too darn loud. The background music is way too loud. I tell you how I solve it sometimes, depending on what I'm watching. I just flip on closed caption. Okay. I flip on closed caption. And, All right. Because you're not going to, I mean, unfortunately... You know, this is something that network is doing, films are doing, no matter what channel you you look at. That's right. That's now, if you right. watch an older program, no, you don't have a problem. They don't do that on the older, you know, vintage programs. But these uh-huh, new programs, uh-huh. the background music is too loud. It's not background. It's foreground. And, and it drives me crazy. So, well, yeah. also the actors, like like their voices are like this. Instead of, you know, speaking up more and enunciating better, well, it seems like they kind of almost have a whisper to their voice. I agree. I, I, I don't know what to tell oh, you. Okay. We can't solve it. We can't all solve right, it. Right. But I agree. You're not crazy. Okay. Thank okay, you. Thank you okay. very much. Okay. We've determined she is not crazy. Okay. Let's see if this person is crazy. I don't think they are. Let's see. Oh, did I hang up on you? Nope. Here, I think I've got you on the air. I hope I've got you on the air. Good morning. You're on the air. Mary, you were talking about the uh, archery range up in the park? Yes. 
I used to go to that, and it's $10 a year. They give you a little armband that you can wear whenever you go out there. Okay. $10 a year. Get that at the Park District. Okay. I thank you so much. You're very helpful today. You're welcome. Thank you very much. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Your phone call still welcome at 223-9300. Well, I would call this a success. The Mary Griffith Show open phones. We learn a lot. We found out they have archery permits for the Quincy Parks Department. So, folks, if you want to keep learning with me, stay tuned every weekday morning. We'll do it all again.